This is Eyewitness News. New research shows preschoolers think anything wrapped in McDonald's packaging tastes better. Mmm, it tastes so good. It smells like poopy. It made me throw up. <laughs> it tastes like poop. Burger King, Wendy's, and McDonald's. We have Big Macs, we have quarter pounders with cheese, we have everything that I like. Grab a bucket and mop. Scrub the bottom and top. There is nothing so clean as my burger machine. With a broom and a brush. Clean it up for the rush. Before you open the door. What a shine on the floor. When we finish one then. Start all over again. Tell me what does it mean? At McDonald's it's Listening to the Brit Summit Show. French fries, Eskimo pies, all add to my thighs. This I realize I can't stop. I'm addicted to food. Shoving jelly donuts down with macaroons. Drake cakes, tasty cakes, bar, Stromboni, macaroni, chocolate, palomars, and ringings. Potato lockers, too. I need another pizza, I'm a big balloon. I grew another chin and I can't. Summer Show, 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. I have some nice news uh, to report. Uh, my email is working. Oh! I had a long conversation with the go-go daddies, and uh, they got it working again. So uh, there's some uh, there's some old emails that I answered, and one of them, by the way, it was great to hear from my old pal, Jim Schuyler. And you're right, Jim, uh, Evergreen's the way to go. Yes. <laughs> And uh, the other good news is I'd like to welcome a new affiliate to this show, 
and that is Skyhawk Radio. This has been in the talking stages for a couple of years now, and I'm on their lineup. And uh, hi, everybody on Skyhawk Radio. The uh, lineup there is uh, music, music intensive. And what this show's doing on there, I don't know, but uh, hey, <laughs> I'll take it. But come to think of it, so is GDPRRevolution99.com, which I'm also on there, and that's a pretty music-intensive format. Uh, maybe it's because it's the only political talk show that you can dance to or laugh to, which I get in trouble for, and uh, I don't care. It's not like I'm going to hurt my career because I don't have one no more. So many thanks to the illustrious Brian Campbell, producer extraordinaire, uh, for permitting this uh, cacophony of whatever it is on the Skyhawk Radio Network. And uh, my audience will recall that when I was speaking, well, maybe about, I don't know, a year and a half ago, if you, you know, my shows are still up there. So, uh, I was contemplating that this show might move into like a real live studio where I could take phone calls and actually schedule it and stuff. And then Brian moved. He moved. So that, <laughs> that was the end of that. And who can blame him? I don't blame him at all. Everybody I know who was at one time in the radio business and is still working moved to L.A. Because they were the smart ones. I don't want to mention Mitch Lewis by name, who you may not have heard his name, but you hear his voice all the time. He gets lots of work out there. And as far as voice acting goes, it's dead here on the East Coast and New York. So L.A.'s where I should have gone, but I was too stupid Brian Campbell and I go back a long, long ways. For the new audience listening on Skyhawk Radio, just as an introduction, <laughs> Brian and I worked uh, close together. Oh, jeez. I, I don't want to say how many years ago. It was a long time ago. Uh, for several years, actually, uh, at a place. Uh, he was the production maven, and I was the voice. One of the three voices that they had there. Hello, Darlene. And I just would like to... Uh, Extend my uh, thanks again. Uh, one of the uh, masterpieces of comedy that we worked on. This goes back to 19... Whoa, I'm going to date myself. Uh, back when uh, the Ebonics was... Uh, we can remember the simpler times when uh, we had uh, controversial topics like Ebonics. That was it. That's what was uh, permeating the news headlines at one time. Remember that? Who would have thought then it would be simpler times? But one of the classics I rolled out for the Neil Rogers show, I had uh, help with the mixing and the looping and all this. And if I recall, it was probably, I think he had an, uh, uh, some kind of a Akai Dat mixer or something. They don't even make it anymore, but uh, that's what this was mixed on. So uh, thank you, Brian, and welcome to the new audience at Skyhawk Radio. Come on, everybody. Yo, look here, man. We gonna play a game. Say what? We be flipping scripts that round. Be the name. Yo, what you talking about? You take a funky dope word. Like and bust some skills to make it rhyme. Gotta bust some skills. Check out what I've been kicking. What you talking about? You have it down in no time. Show up. Skeezer. Skeezer, Let's be new homie. Homie, homie, Yo. This be Anthony. Anthony, 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 Anthony,
ho! You be bonin'. Now try your luck with Buck. Buck. FM, 1470 WWNN. Note to the new audience at Skyhawk Radio. The reason I do that is because, and and my audience already knows this, half the show's on the air, and the other half uh, is where all the uh, pandemonium begins because the other half's, uh, I guess you could call it a podcast. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so that's what's uh, happening here, in case you were wondering. Also... For any new listeners that are saying, what am I listening to? Well, stay tuned and you'll find out. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Stephen King, not the horror author, but the horror himself. Uh, there was a, uh, a memo that went out at NBC to staffers at the, their news division. Uh, uh, not MSNBC, but the NBC news division. Uh, the division of the division of the division of MSNBC or NBC, whatever it is, uh, to uh, not call Stephen King a a, a bigot, Uh, even though he's a self-pronounced bigot and he's proud of it and has since been uh, fired from all of the uh, congressional committees for being just that, a a, a bigoted douchebag. What is it with these old white middle-aged cocks? I am so sick and tired of this. And then it's not just the uh, politicians, it's the, 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 the uh, evangelicals. You gotta hate the gays, you gotta hate the blacks, you gotta hate the Jews, you gotta hate everybody else except middle-aged white cocks. They're okay. You know why? Because I think they're gay. Gay! They're gay for each other. They all look alike. And there's this Bill Barr. Of course, I, the, the uh, transcription of this show, I don't have an answer for you on that one yet, but his hearing... Uh, what did you expect him to appoint? Yeah, surprise! It's another old fat white guy. And more on him later, uh, because I want to finish this thought. But yeah, <laughs> he's a lawyer and he was uh, AG for about 10 minutes under the first Bush. But that's about it. Never tried a case, never saw the inside of a courtroom. And never heard of the emoluments clause. Huh? Never heard of it. Constitution? What constitution? You Oh, I'm, I'm going to get into that in a moment. But here's what you may find interesting, because I learned this when I was putting together this show and I was loading the uh, McDonald's spots. I found out. <laughs> do you remember the uh, McDonald's Moon Tonight spots that were in the late 80s? And it was the, uh, I don't know if it was Claymation or something. No, it was a guy just wearing a moon head. And they did the uh, Bobby Darren Mac the Knife song as a kind of a, a parody joke to uh, like if you really want to dine out and find fashion, you go to McDonald's. I guess I guess Trump really bought into that campaign because uh, here's what I found out. The reason it stopped is not because the whole concept was stupid. The reason it was stopped is because Bobby Darren's son sued McDonald's successfully for, uh, I don't know, using... It wasn't Bobby Darren's song. That was... Uh, uh, Mac the Knife was from a Three Penny Opera from 1955. 
And Bobby Darren did it in 1959, but it became, I guess, his signature song. And he sued for de- his son sued for defamation successfully against McDonald's. He won, and they pulled the whole ca- uh, ad campaign. But here's what I did not know: uh, in 2016, all the alt writers, the white supremacist Nazis that supported uh, Trump, uh, then still do because really that's all. That's the only thing that consists of his base: evangelical good little Christians. And members of the clan. Well, they <laughs> they resurrected the character in a rap video, uh, which was a, uh, uh, and I didn't hear it, uh, but according to the story I read, the uh, rap video was a racist rant uh, promoting Trump, and they used the moonhead for that. And uh, McDonald's could not sue them for using that because they no longer had any rights to it after losing the first lawsuit to to Bobby Darren's son. Um, (laughs) It's it's funny because when I first saw that ad, I'm thinking, oh, they used a Bobby Darren song. I guess that's what the basis was of the lawsuit. But they turned it into a white supremacist uh, logo in 2016. That was news to me. I guess it didn't take off very, uh, it wasn't very popular on live. I've never seen that before, but that's, uh, I guess that's what happened. And for those of you who don't remember, uh, You can see it on YouTube. It was a guy dressed as a big moon at the piano uh, saying how uh, fashionable and uh, the high life was uh, going to dinner at McDonald's at night. When the clock strikes half past six, babe, time to head for And of course, not to be outdone by this, uh, I've got uh, comedy bits going all the way back to then. And here, here was the parody answer to the parody that uh, McDonald's was using at the time. Oh, those white lips on that moon head plays piano on a hamburger bun. How can a moon head wearing shades now play piano? Get me a gun. Yeah, so yeah, Stephen King, he was censured. I don't know, he wasn't censured. He should be censured. He should be fired uh, or recalled or however it works. The problem is Iowa loves him. They never met a Klan bigot they didn't like. Iowa. I keep putting him in office back and back again, and he'll win again. Yeah, he's going to be primary. There's actually going to, uh, there's somebody running against him, but uh, he'll win again. They love bigots in Iowa. I don't get it. But NBC said, uh, don't call him a big... No, no, no. What have I been telling you all along that, okay, you do got fake news, which rhymes with Fox News. You can check that. It's documented because they're listed with the FCC as an entertainment network. Yes, it's part of the... Uh, I don't know if it's part of the uh, Fox television 
uh, entertainment uh, division or whatever it is. They they're entertainment based. Uh, they legal on legal documentation. There's nowhere nowhere does it say that they are a news organization. They only uh, flap their lips about it when they're on the air, but they're, they're not. And the real news organization. Uh, now, now when I say news organizations, I'm talking about the uh, cable news, uh, the uh, broadcast news. Uh, they, uh, they're not fake news, and I've said this many times before, but they are carefully filtered and accountable to uh, their uh, pharmaceutical and big oil sponsors. Is it okay if we run this? Is it okay if we run that? So they, they have to ask their sponsorship first, so can we air this? And then they just don't air. The, the news, that the, the very little bit of news that is aired, about three top stories a day, and the rest is all punditry. Well, I think this about that. And if you ask me, yeah, that's what it is 24 hours a day. CNN and MSNBC. And here's what we found out about this. And a very little, little reporting at all. It's just punditry opinion. Uh, of which uh, these pundits get, and I'll say it again, they get $1,500 in appearance. Whenever you see a pundit on there. And yes, there is such a thing as a punditry school. <laughs> where they teach you to do things like uh, preposition your sentences with, uh, and it's also a millennial thing. You, you, you start your sentence with, so here's what I think about that. Or so, which I went over that last week. And the other thing they always use is, look. Now, when you see a pundit or a politician start their answer with the word, look. You know what's coming next. It is a lie. And that's just that doesn't go for just Republicans. That is just part of their uh, media training, I guess, because you know when they say, look, they're going to lie next. Stand by for the lie. Or the subdegation or subdefuge. It always starts with, look, that means I'm not going to answer your question truthfully or matter of factly. No. Now look. Yeah, okay. In other words, they're deflecting the question as ridiculous, preposterous. Oh, and speaking of that, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. Well, I'm in love with this girl. She's the tippy tops. She's battling two fronts, not just Republicans, but the establishment old fart Democrats. The Steny Hoyas, the Chuck Schumers, <laughs> schmucky Chucky. They don't like her. Because what is it? And you'll read this a lot. The uh, most commonly quoted thing about uh, the uh, establishment Democrats to AOC is she just doesn't know how this works. Now, how many times have I said on this show? That's what they sit you down and say. Let me explain to you how this works in politics. You just don't understand how these things work. And they did that in 2016 when the Dems were fighting each other about the Bernie Clinton thing and all this, you don't understand how these sort of things work. Oh, no. Well, here's where they're wrong. Uh, AOC and I'm and I guess the progressive wing of the party, they all know how it works. It works very badly. It works like this. You got to fuck things up. That's how it works. Now, do you understand? Let me explain to you how this works. You got to fuck things up. Yeah. And that's the way things work around here. You got to fill your pockets and fuck things up. That's how things work around here. Now, do you understand? You understand how these things work? That's how these things work. 
They work poorly. They work badly. They don't work at all is how things work. These are how things work. That's what they're telling AOC, and she's not taking it. She won't have it. And I love that girl. Uh, She said we should tax the uh, 1% at 70%. Whoa, she's a radical. She's a radical. And she says, if I'm a radical, uh, so be it. That's very radical that we've that we used to tax the 1%, 70%, 70 70 to 90% all the way up to 1983 uh, from uh, from the 30s to the 80s. So how radical is that to put it back where it belongs? That's a radical concept. Why? Because uh, Reagan was president and changed all that. You know, it's a funny thing. And you hear this a lot. You see this a lot online. You know, back in uh, 1980, I bought my house for $40,000. Now it's $240,000. But wages haven't gone up to meet that standard of living. That's your Reaganomics right there. Every time you hear that, you know, I bought a brand new. uh, I loved when I hear it is. Yeah, uh, 19. What is it? 1970 Hemi Cuda for (laughs) $2,400. What are they worth? A million and a half now? But yeah, it's, everything's gone up 10 times, tenfold of what it normally used to be. And in perspective of today, that's really not that long ago, except in terms of memory. But it wasn't that long ago. You could buy a brand new car for less than 10000 You could buy a new home for less than 100 or less than even fifty. I, I remember my house, it was $160,000. I got a good deal. But when it was built in 1984, it was $40,000. Uh, yeah, okay, you have to earn on your investment, and, and that's nice, it should go up, but not crazy. So what you do is, and, and this will give you a perspective on uh, how prices have gone up, and, and why it should be 70 and 90% again, although even if they did, let's say, in an imaginary world, uh, 1% was taxed at 70%, it would still be around 40. I mean, they'd still be parking their money offshore, but still it would be something. Well, my point is, it is not. It is snot, uh, a radical idea. It was uh, actually very conventional wisdom up until 1983. But I guess I'm getting ahead of myself because nothing's really going to happen now anyway. Unless something is done. Uh, Congress is uh, working feverishly to accomplish that. I don't know what they can do to hit a brick wall with Mitch the Turtle, who, uh, if you see him interviewed, this is what his usual line is. It's what the American people want. And when he says, it's what the American people want, it means it's what Mitch McTurtle wants. He'll say that in just about every interview you hear. It's what the, the American people don't want yet. The American people want you to just go away. The American people want you to go back to, go home to your Korean national wife and uh, cash those checks from Putin that you're getting. It just, just enjoy yourself. It just leave us out of it. Elaine Chow. Elaine Purina Dog Chow. Yeah, look her up. I don't have to t- Well, I'll give you a little hint. Her father was one of the biggest cocaine importers in the world. And she is uh, she's a billionaire. She, he's the one that married into money. Usually Republicans, when they get an import wife, uh, it's the other way around. But uh, no, she's the one with the money. And she's the one with the connections to uh, Putin's banks. Yes of her father and he's got to block all the democratic attempts uh, to uh, restart the government but that they don't want that they want this government shut down big big corporate and the russians they want this uh, government to stay shut down it's because on one hand 
It causes pain and suffering, which is what the Republican Party is all about. And the other thing is, Putin wants to destabilize this country, which he's having a great deal of success with. And the only way to solve this problem the way I see it is to just have a, a law enforcement, the FBI, or CIA, whatever it takes to have him perp walked out of there. And right behind him, Mike Pence, who, who won't need ankle cuffs because uh, he'll have his pence down around his ankles. Uh, just, just get rid of him. Get him out now because he's not a president. He's not. He wasn't even really elected. So get rid of him. Why doesn't our why doesn't our law enforcement agencies or uh, I hate to say military. If you bring up the military, that turns into a coup. I'm not talking about a coup. This is a criminal. This is a spy. And it's been established since he's been in office, especially when he uh, did the uh, was playing grab ass with the uh, Russian ambassador and the other two Russians that were in the office. And he was uh, gladly handing them uh, top secrets uh, about Israel. No problem. What do you guys want to know? I got rid of Comey. So now the, the place is yours. Have at it. I mean, that's what that little uh, grab ass party was in the, in the uh, Oval Office, <clears throat> which you can see pictures of that were up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> published by uh, Russian news agencies because our news agencies were not allowed to put them up. No, we weren't allowed to see them. But we saw them anyway because they forgot. Damn it, the internet. Yeah. He is a criminal. Get rid of him. Perp walk him. Send him to the tombs. Him and Pence. And that leaves us with uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. So it'll be President Pelosi, and uh, we'll get back to normal where Wall Street runs things. But at this stage, even that would be an improvement. And there he was proudly overseeing, uh, I have over 300 bur Berbers. What did he, he spelt it wrong. Burders. Rhymes with, as they said in the 1940s, m -m -m -mud. And the FBI's just getting around to Figuring out, maybe uh, he is a uh, Russian asset, or as I would call him, a Russian asshole. Along with that silly little poof, Lindsey Graham, who needs a... Uh, he's the uh, real-life uh, version of Smithers. He was a McCain's Smithers, and now he's Trump's Smithers. Or Putin's Smithers. Well, he gets checks from Russians, too, uh, but not from Putin. No, you know who he gets his checks from? And this name will sound familiar because I brought it up before. He has, uh, he owns half of Miami Beach down here. Leonid Blavatnik. But his friends call him Lenny. Go back to my shows uh, a year ago when uh, the primaries were starting in, in Florida. When I was talking about Mayor Philip Levine, who was running for governor and uh, who was uh, financing his campaign. Yes, it was none other than Lenny Blavatnik and the Blavatnik family. Plus, there was a couple of uh, South American uh, billionaires involved. But primarily, it was uh, the uh, Russians. And they lost, gratefully, which, uh, <laughs> which was a bittersweet victory because we, got, we wound up with DeSantis. Uh, oh, he's doing wonderful things. Don't get happy. Don't get happy about that guy DeSantis. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Look what he's doing. He's about, you know who he appointed to uh, the... Uh, I'm getting local now because I'm uh, broadcasting from Florida. And we have what's called the Everglades down here, which is where South Florida, under the big, big lake, that's the canker saw you see on the map of the penis. We're at the bottom. And all of our water 
comes from the Everglades. That they want to overdevelop and just put malls all the way across the continent. So we have to just shower with bottled water. And everybody here appointed to this uh, water, water Safety Council, whatever it's called, uh, the anti-pollution, uh, they're all uh, land developers. Oh, okay. I feel safer now. <coughs> they're going to put up more malls that'll be abandoned in a couple of years. We have several of those here. Why are they building malls like it's 1983? Nobody goes to malls anymore. And now... The abandoned malls are now becoming a, it's a good idea. They're turning them into apartment complexes, which is it's a pretty good idea. It's a good use of existing property. I see nothing wrong with that. Boy, I'm, I'm going all over the road here. Uh, yeah, Blavat, Lenny Blavatnik. Yeah, he, he somehow escapes the uh, headlines. But uh, silly little poofula, Lindsey Graham. Oh, oh. Lindsey. Oh, Lindsey Graham. He's in Blavatnik's Pakenik's as well. You know, Lindsay, he tried his hand at, uh, or tried his voice at singing at one time. He never made it to the voice. And you'll hear why. Because uh, he had a big crush on Tom Welling. Now, there's a name you may not have heard of in a while, but uh, he was on the uh, television version of Superman. Yes, it was Tom Welling. And I know, he made Lindsay swell in his pants. Oh! Swell, Tom Welling, my Superman. He gets me swelling here in my hand. That boy's got me swooning like a poofy queen. I want him to do me. He's so smooth and clean. He's way too pretty. He can't be straight. I get a stiffy and oh, he's gay. Gets my taint a quiver watching Superman. And Tom Willie, I'm willing to grab. He's swell, Tom Willie, my Superman. That too will give me a swollen glass. He may be in Smallville, but he's not small at all. He's sweet and dreamy, a god from space. I want his creamy all on my face. Get fighting the quiver, watching Superman. And Tom Willing, I'm willing, Tom Willing, I'm willing, Tom Willing. I'm willing to grab. Yeah, that little Lindsay. Uh, give him Tom Welling and he'll forget all about Russia. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Uh, this might be uh, interesting to those of you not living here, but you've heard of the uh, Parkland Massacre uh, that occurred here uh, almost a year ago now. Uh, in this area, it was actually, oh, I would say about uh, six miles north of me. Well, the sheriff that we had here, Sheriff Scott Israel, uh, he got, uh, <laughs> all the blame was put on him. And I have to wonder, with all the massacres that go on in this country, uh, almost on a daily basis, you got to blame the sheriff for that? Uh, 
you got to blame somebody, I guess. Did the Sandy Hook sheriff or who was ever in charge of law enforcement up there, did, did they blame him? You don't know these things are going to happen. You can do what you can, you can to uh, prevent it. Uh, it would be a big help if you had gun laws to do so. But we only have so much to work with here. And in this area, we have gun shows just about every month. You know, you could buy military weapons right out of somebody's trunk or in the back of a pickup. No checks, no ID, no nothing, just uh, and no age check, whatever you want. So it's kind of hard. I can't blame him. Yeah, he had a couple of the deputies fall down on the job, which uh, anybody can go through uh, police training and still be a coward when it comes down to it. That happens in almost every uh, police enforcement agency. So naturally, the Republicans went after Scott Israel and put the entire blame on him, who happens to be, and I have to say, as a member of the LGBT community, I have to say that uh, this sheriff has maintained our civil rights and made this a very, the entire county, I would say, yeah, pretty much all of Broward County, where this show is broadcasting from, is a nice place. If you're gay, this is the place to go. Up until now, I think, and he was a big proponent of uh, civil rights for the gay community. And uh, he's going to be missed because what happened was this new Nazi governor, this DeSantis, suspended him and put in his place. Now, I suspect, and I, I don't think it had anything to do with the Parkland shooting, I suspect it's because he's a Democrat and a Jew. Two things Republicans don't like. And up until Israel, every sheriff we had was a right-wing Republican goose-stepping Nazi. Every one of them. And right down all the way through history, they were all corrupt. We had Sheriff Stack, who owned a piece of the strip joint, uh, which was off US-1 near the airport. And then the other uh, Sheriff Navarro, his daughter owned a whorehouse on the corner of 84 and Federal Highway. Uh, oh, I can go into it. And then not too long ago, we had Ken Jenny who was uh, not only cheating on his taxes, but taking bribe after bribe after bribe, and he got busted for it, and he went to jail. So uh, Scott Israel is the first sheriff we've had in a long time. I would say the first time ever a sheriff that was clean. I don't know who this guy is. Here's the part I don't know. He was replaced by uh, an African-American sheriff named Greg Tony. That's his name, Gregory Tony. And I know very little about him. So um, I guess as uh, time goes on, we'll, we'll all find out together. But I don't know who this guy is. He was uh, just a police sergeant at one of our uh, subdivisions here, uh, Coral Springs, which is just a, a suburban area. There's plenty of crime there, but uh, yeah. And from what I've learned, he was part of the uh, tactical division of the Coral Springs Police Department. Okay, great. Maybe he's a good guy. I don't know. But he does have two first names, Greg Tony. Hmm. Now, it could be beneficial to have an African-American sheriff here. I, I, we've never had that before. Uh, so, okay, let's go with that. In fact, I had Willie Jones on my show just a couple of years ago uh, when he was in the primary running against Scott Israel. And he lost, but I don't know how they picked Greg Tony over Willie Jones, who has uh, established himself as a uh, erstwhile candidate for sheriff. And he's a, he's a good guy. So then again, my guess about this, and I'm always a skeptic about such things, this guy uh, 
He, he could be, and I'm not saying he is, but he could possibly be like uh, David Clark, another African-American chef. And look what he was. He was in the pocket of the Russians. Maria Butina, or Butina, or wherever they're calling her, who's uh, now in jail for being a Russian spy and uh, also getting the NRA to uh, pander to the low IQ members. Uh, that uh, Russia's, Russia's a great place. Hey, we got all kinds of great gun laws. Actually, they have one. No, you can't have one. Uh, you can have one. I think that's what it is. They have very, very strict gun laws in Russia. And the thing, the difference is between there and here is if you complain about it, they shoot you with uh, their guns that uh, are issued to the uh, government. They have guns, but uh, Russian citizens, no, they do not have guns. Uh, I think they're allowed a shotgun to go rabbit hunting. And that's about it. That's their gun law. That's the freedom of gun uh, ownership in uh, Russia. But the uh, they use the NRA, I would say, by about $30 million or so to help convince the uh, green teeth, barefoot membership that uh, Russia's okay by us. Yeah, they're not so bad after all, eh? Well, she's in jail for being a spy, as, as uh, Trump should be for trading our secrets I'm glad they started the investigation. I wondered what took them so long. But, uh, yeah, that David Clark, that uh, self-hating black guy with the uh, gay bear beard. Oh! Well, he's gone now, and I hope we don't see him no more. I shot the sheriff. That fascist Nazi sheriff came in Jenny. Yeah. I shot the sheriff. Told him he can kiss my pee-pee He's the dictator of his town Cause he's the biggest dick around To him sex is filthy So don't ever let him catch you going down You'll get busted I shot the sheriff. I got my pants in front of Kenneth Jenny. I shot the sheriff. He's a boot stomping, should stop a Nazi. He says it's wrong and sinful to engage in sex. And forcing sex laws like chocobos Goes by his boyfriend, James D. Kennedy Straight like sin. I shot the sheriff He wants to rename Broward West have been listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN. Thanks for tuning in, and that's going to be it for this portion of the Brit Summer Show. All my terrestrial listeners, I bid you adieu-doo until uh, next time. Unless, of course, you're online, and uh, stay tuned for more. If not, well, I'll see you again right here on 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN. Real Excellence in Broadcasting. Great Summers.
FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, SoFloRadio.com, I think, Patreon, TuneIn, Stitcher, TheBritSummerShow.com, and Skyhawk Radio. Oh! Got a lot of new listeners on there. I wonder what they're thinking. They probably shut it off by now. So let's uh, move forward now, shall we? I just want to recap a little bit about this. Bill Barr, who is... Uh, <laughs> Not surprisingly, uh, another appointee that's a old, fat, white guy. Uh, only this old, fat, white guy was appointed AG back in 91 by uh, uh, old man Bush. And it was only for like 10 seconds because uh, they only installed him to just uh, pardon everybody for the uh, Iran Contra uh, thing that uh, nobody seems to remember. Anyway, Larry was uh, being asked about the... Uh, emoluments clause and i i don't know where uh my colleagues are getting the good audio i can't find any good audio uh, this is the best i can do this is his response to the emoluments clause which everybody in my audience knows what it is i know what it is but apparently he don't i have not personally researched the emoluments clause i i i can't even tell you what it says at this point my moron yeah, so this idiot, this lobbyist, which is all he really is, he's a lobbyist, a, a telecommunications lobbyist uh, for Verizon and uh, for for uh, big corporate mergers and stuff like that. He's, he's, a, he's a pencil-pushing uh, corporate attorney. 
He's not really a lawyer. I mean, okay, he went to law school, but he's just a lobbyist. And in a lot of cases, you don't have to know law. You don't have to be an attorney to be a lobbyist. No. But Trump put, put him up there because, uh, as we suspect, he just wants him in there to either fire Mueller or uh, just pigeonhole a report, which is he pretty much said that during the hearings. He said that uh, he would reserve the right to redact or rewrite Bob Mueller's report. Uh, so <clears throat> I don't know. The vote didn't take place at this stage. And when it does, it does. Again, this is a pre-recorded show, and uh, I'll get back to you. <laughs> I'll get back to you, Diana. On that. Or as uh, Kirsten Nielsen would say about uh, murdering children in the concentration camps on the southern border, I'll get back to you. But uh, on a lighter side, I'm wanting to get to this because... <laughs> The convergence of irony here is uh, just too much to overlook. There's a, the film out called Vice, poorly titled Vice. It's about Dick Cheney. The Republicans hate it, so it must be good. And HBO, at the same time, they're shooting a new Deadwood. And for those who don't remember, uh, back in 2006, HBO had a hit show. It was, uh, at the time... Uh, Sopranos was on it was Sopranos and Deadwood and it was a great show it was a little over the top and I'm in the second half of my show so I can go ahead and uh, give you a real good example of what uh, Deadwood was <laughs> because they went a little bit over the top of a, it was uh, shit 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 then fuck 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 everything they said good fucking morning it was like every other word I guess because they took full advantage of HBO. And yeah, they cursed in the Old West, but uh, there were other words they used too. <laughs> it just got crazy stupid with the cursing. What are you fucking cooking? I'm fucking cooking fucking eggs. <laughs> it's got stupid. Well, anyway, they, they uh, pulled the plug in that show uh, in 2006. And uh, a lot of people, including me, we're pissed off because you get caught up with it and it's like, well, okay, what happened? From what I understand, uh, HBO got into a fight with David Milch or whatever it was. So they put the original cast all back together, the original people, with the exception of uh, Powers Booth because uh, he can't come back because he's dead. He died like a year ago. Uh, but the rest of the cast is all there and uh, and you'll be interested to see it because since then they've had hit shows themselves. Uh, Anna Gunn of Breaking Bad. A couple of uh, Walking Dead people are on there. <laughs> you know, all the other shows that they did when that show went off the air. So there's a new one coming up. And it just so happens that because back then the, the uh, cursing in Deadwood was so spectacularly ridiculous that I uh, did a series of bits on Deadwood. Uh, what are we, are we talking... 10, 12 years ago. And now, like a lot of the material I did, it's recyclable. On the next Deadwood. Hey, Dick, who was at that energy meeting anyway? It was Ken Lay, wasn't it? <coughs> Go f*** yourself. Who's that new feller in town shooting and cursing? His name is Dick Cheney, the worst vice president we've had since Spiro Agnew. That's why they call him Deadwood Dick. Now get out of my office. That torture investigation sure is getting mighty close to your office. <laughs> Go yourself. Hey, aren't you the guy that called me a bad Catholic? <laughs> Go yourself. That's telling him, Deadwood Dick. <clears throat> you got that right, Brownback. The guy was a major league. <clears throat> I don't know. 
normally express myself that way. What the f are you eating? This here's Deadwood sausage, made fresh by the Chinaman. Is it good? I like it so much, I'm gonna kill you. Ow! Another wetting band. Deadwood sausage is made from 100% human-fed pork for down-home freshness. Throw them in there. A delicious treat for the whole family. Made from people, bought people who ship direct to your grocer's freezer for people like you. Deadwood sausage. Dirty people, good food. He was the most famous lawman the West has ever known. Look, it's Wyatt! Hey! <coughs> How you doing? Everything... <coughs> okay. Fine, Wyatt. How are you? <coughs> okay. Some called him a hero. Others, a rebel. In the end, he was a legend, dispensing his unique brand of frontier justice. Nobody move. This is a holdup. <coughs> Not so... <coughs> fast, mister. Wyatt, thank God you're here. All right, you... <coughs> up against the wall. I've heard about you, Marshal. They say you can kill a man with your breath. <coughs> They do. Oh my God! What did you have for lunch? Oh, some onions, <coughs> some garlic, oh, and a oh, Limburger oh, shake. Oh, he got me. Kevin Costner stars in the story of the West's most legendary lawman and the gunfight with his brothers at the OK Corral. All right, Wyatt, it's me and the Clanton gang against you and your brothers. Draw. <coughs> Ready, boys? Uh, Ready. <coughs> Ready. Ready. Okay. <coughs> oh, let him have it. <coughs> Lawrence Kasdan presents Wyatt Burp. Like you didn't see that one coming. Wyatt Burp, coming soon to a theater near you. The best music. <laughs> Thank goodness it's fun with Britney Summers on the Brit Summers Show. You call that a penis? Penis stroke. <laughs> Put on my five on ones and I. Headed for the street Just checked out the best of Hustler And I'm starting to feel the heat Suddenly I see people Checking out my buttonfly scene Yeah, I got a first class riser It done pitched to tent my jeans Now I'm sporting a woody I'm finding it impossible to conceal I'm sporting a woody I feel like an axle without a wheel So the ghost of Elvis He was sporting one too Followed him up to the gates of Graceland Just to see what he would do Ghosted face was beaming as it headed for his room. There's a pretty little ghost, she's waiting for his post down in the jungle room. Whispering what is in Memphis? It's nearly impossible to conceal. Sporting what is in Memphis? I feel like an axle without a wheel. Sporting what is in Memphis? Impossible to conceal Sporting wood is in Memphis I feel like an axe without You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Okay, everybody's talking about Tulsi Gabbard.
which I've been talking about her for years now. I, I was out with uh, uh, Bernie, by the way. If you if you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, you're a misogynist, or you like massages, right, Steph Miller? Jesus Christ. Anyway, Tulsi Gabbard, who uh, made headlines when she parted with the, uh, but she was uh, second in charge at the DNC, and she uh, resigned her position out of protest for Bernie Sanders because the uh, DNC wouldn't back him, and they were asking all the networks to black out all of his uh, speeches, all of his rallies, which uh, helped Hillary uh, win the uh, nomination and therefore <clears throat> lose to Trump because Bernie would have won. Oh, no. Bernie would have fucking won. But for my new audience, yeah, I did vote for her because I'm not that I'm not stupid. But being part of the LGBT community, I'm one of the uh, minority there that actually does research. And if anybody hates gays, it's... Uh, Hillary Clinton, and then, oh, she's evolving, she's evolving. And the reason I'm bringing Tulsi Gabbard up is because although some of the things she did that I like, she's not really progressive and she hates gays. There's another, just because they're a woman, they can be homophobes just as much as guys. And Tulsi Gabbard's out of Hawaii, by the way, I know, but for people who are listening, who? Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard, very attractive woman. Or some would say a handsome woman. Isn't that right, Seth MacFarlane? She is a handsome woman. But she uh, grew up in a uh, homophobic household, and her father uh, had uh, foundations against uh, gay marriage, uh, gay equality, gay rights, anything. And uh, she didn't change much. Now, you see, when you, when you run for office, you have to change everything you've ever said before and uh, anemically apologize for it. But I've known all along she hated gays. If you go back to my older shows, you'll hear me talking about Tulsi. And I'll say the same thing I say now. I like her, but uh, she don't like me. And uh, that's a big revelation for people who don't keep up on politics. She's an enormous homophobe. And what the public really doesn't know about her and what they really won't vote for her, but never mind the, the homophobia, she's a Hindu. And uh, if you think a Jew has a hard time getting elected, try being a Hindu. I don't think that's going to work. And then you got uh, Kirsten Hillebrand, who um, went on the Colbert show to announce her candidacy uh, in the most weak, uninspiring way. He asked her, why would you want to run for president? And her answer was, I'm a young mom with kids. Okay. Well, you got my vote. I'm very excited. Yay. There's nobody running that, on the Democratic side that uh, inspires me right now. Of course, you're not going to find, this time around, a purity candidate. You're not going to find purity in any of them. So they all have an equal shot. Uh, as far as Bernie is concerned, I know that would solve a lot of problems. But there's a lot of surly, old, right-wing Democrats that are still pissed off about the... Uh, 2016 thing. Trump isn't enough to put that aside, I guess. No. And to start pontificating on the 2020 election now is kind of stupid. Considering our government shut down, we have a traitor and a criminal just uh, occupying the White House and getting away with more and more bullshit every day. Breaking laws, tearing our Constitution apart, demolishing this country, and nothing can be done. He's finding out that no one's going to do anything to him. 
nothing can be done. And of course, he's stacking the deck with this fat fuck uh, Bill Barr. So I don't know what to tell you. I mean, uh, other than uh, sitting on the sidelines and witnessing the collapse of this country. But everything from day to day, it's a drastic change. One day to the next. And there's no way for a pre-recorded show to keep up with events. So next show, we'll talk about if we're still shut down. Uh, at this stage, it looks like we're going to be because Mitch McTurtle is uh, deep, deep, deep in the pockets of Putin's banks. And now they're talking about making his Korean national wife president of the uh, what is that, Cyprus Bank. I don't know, one of the oligarch banks where they launder money. You don't have to go far for that. Just go to Miami Beach. That entire place has laundered money. In fact, they should reshape the map on uh, Google Maps. It looks like a giant washing machine now. podcast show you've been listening to is the brit summer show and thanks to everyone for tuning in again on fyination.com gdpr revolution 99.com patreon tune in stitcher sound the cloud the brit summer show.com and of course my brand new affiliate skyhawk radio and my audience already knows this but if you want to contact me and it's working now yeah my uh, email is on uh, my website thebritsummershow.com You'll see my bio, and I put the buy in bio, and you'll see my pictures and all this. And uh, if that's not enough, uh, my Facebook handle is Boca, B-O-C-A, Brittany Summers. And you can friend me there. Of course, I'm very grateful to the kindness and generosity of my listeners who click the donate button and make all of my downloads available because that costs money each month. But those bills are getting paid. Thanks to the generosity of my listeners. So all my new listeners, if you want to make the organ grinders monkey dance, uh, <laughs> if you like the show, you can show your appreciation that way. Or you can just, uh, if you can't afford it, which most of us can't, just uh, promote me online. Uh, send that link around. 
and I appreciate that as well. So that does it for this week. That's the way I see the world from here. And until next week, this is Britt Summer saying, Impeach the motherfucker. Oh!